0: hello welcome to abe's front porch talk i hope you guys are doing great on this tuesday night i know it's another tuesday night that i'm doing this podcast on like i said last week i usually do it on monday nights but i was intentionally going to do this podcast last night but i was under the weather And, you know, I've said it before, since I've started the book of revelations, I have been through a lot of physical and spiritual battles. And uh, I'm trying to get through this as quick as I can. And maybe, maybe I won't be going through so much physical and spiritual battles afterwards. I did not know I would be going through through a lot of hardships like this dealing with my health dealing with this you know everyday stuff and it just seems like satan is constantly distracting me and throwing chaos my way every time i turn around and i'm getting aggravated with this and i know If I'm getting aggravated, so are you that is dealing with the same issues I'm having. Some of you may have it even worse. Just even today, I was doing something today and I end up injuring myself from doing something. Nothing bad, you know, it was just something I could treat the wound myself with, you know, the right... Equipment that I had, I didn't need stitches or anything like that, but it's just distractions that come your way to aggravate you, and that's what Satan does, he'll throw these small distractions, and he will, he will do anything to stop you from bringing out the word, to letting the light of Christ shine in you. He knows who to use, who to send. He knows those that professes to be Christians, that can speak in tongues and prophesy, that reads the Bible, that, you know, he knows these people to use. And he'll send those to start throwing out scripture to make you feel worthless and that you're no good that God doesn't care about you because you're a sinner when in fact it's the opposite but see these people can't see that they're not living for Christ they say you're not because you don't go to church they say you need to be in church and paying your tithes and offerings because that's how you serve God and they'll throw those scriptures out there to you and the Lord has shown me and revealed to me th- through the past few years now, or a couple of years, let's put it that way, that that's not true. The church is actually inside you, and if you bow down and you do His Word and you read His Word and you seek His face and you're getting fed through other ministers, through YouTube or podcasts, you know, any the true ministers of God, True teachers, you're getting fed, you're having church. If two shall agree upon anything, so shall it be done. And if two or three are gathered in the midst, there he will be also. So if I was going to church, to a church building, and there was only two of us, the preacher and me, then we're having church, regardless whether it's inside your house or somewhere else. And you're still able to fellowship with the people through the comments. But a lot of people don't see it that way. And that's the spirit of religion. And I'm telling you, we're living in some hard, difficult times. And if people don't start changing their ways and get away from this religious beliefs, stop twisting the word of God around, Jesus Christ is going to come down with his vengeance and shut the mouths of the lions that are devouring you and remove all snakes out of his house. And people are going to be surprised who are actually snakes. There are people who died today and at this very moment as I'm speaking to you and whenever you're listening to this, somebody is dying thinking they knew God because they could speak in tongues and prophesy. And they're in hell right now. They've died and went to hell. And Jesus says not everybody who says Lord, Lord can enter in because they spread misinformation about the word of God. They were spreading lies. There is a difference in thoughts and opinions about his word. But when you start spreading and twisting misinformation and twisting the word, that's when it becomes sin. And you've got to be careful. And all these preachers that have called themselves to preach the gospel that God has not called will be removed, and they are held accountable for the souls of the people, for every minister is accountable. You know, I've said this before. Jesus is about to set fire to his house. It, it's going to be physical, and it's going to be spiritual. And you just have to wait and see what all goes on. And you're seeing most of it now through your local news and stuff. And God's not finished with this yet. It's just all getting started. And you need to look around and pay attention to the sun and the moon, how it's giving its light. It's dim. The sun is not bright. The moon is not bright. It is dim. And people are unaware. They're blinded to how the moon and the sun is shining its light. And that is one of your signs of the end. That is how God speaks to you. And you're still not paying attention to this. So. Be careful. On this. Just, just know Christ is Christ. And. You know, I told you last week, he's tired of the lame and the poor being overlooked. God is tired of people overlooking those in need and will not offer a helping hand and still go to church. He's tired of it, folks, and he's no longer going to deal with it. And. You know, he people are using scripture saying, well, Jesus says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's right. But you walk off and leave him. And you are the one that chooses to do evil that Christ is not part of. And evil is by overlooking the lame and the poor, those in need, turning them away. That's not Christ. That's not what he asked you to do. He said to help them. It's written from Genesis Always to, Re- to revelations to help the lame and the poor. You need to know the scriptures. Help one another. Put other people's needs over yours. Everybody's got everything they want. And then there are other people who are doing without. And you can't share the blessings of God. I believe things have just gotten heated. I believe things is fixing to start spiraling down for many people. We're fixing to see a lot of changes in this world, especially right here in America. We're fixing to see the changes. And people think they're prepared, but you cannot get prepared for what's to come. I believe a lot of the old viruses will come back because you notice the news, how they said the malaria virus is back. I believe polio will be coming back. Those that you thought was a cure for all of that is going to be coming back. All these viruses, that's going to be part of the plagues that Christ will be bringing upon us. Because we have been warned to do good and not evil. And the hearts of so many has waxed cold. And I keep saying this throughout the podcast and my YouTube channel. The heart of many has waxed cold and nobody cares. And nobody is caring about serving Christ. Nobody wants to hear about him. They rather listen to podcasts and people on YouTube or any social media that's cussing and cutting one somebody down and all of that that's evil that's not of God but when you start trying to spread the love of Christ and talk about Christ people wants to shun that but when things go wrong they want to blame God but you refuse to listen you rejected him if you turn a deaf ear towards Christ he's going to turn a deaf ear towards you you reject him he's going to reject you but a lot of you don't care about this but that's on you But I'm going to take this break here, and then we're going to get started on Revelations 15. So, thank you for listening so far, and don't forget to subscribe or follow and share with your family and friends. I'm taking a short break. All right, thank you guys for that break. Now, let's get into the Word here. Now, I wanted to do the book of Revelations for you all to show you what's written in Revelations is what we are experiencing now in today's time. And it's all written in the book of Revelations. And if you go to Matthew 24, it's written in Matthew 24 as well. The signs of the end that Jesus talks about. Even though we do not know his coming. And, you know, even Jesus tells us he does not know and nor does the angels know of his coming. Only the Father knows. And when the father looks at Jesus and say, go get my children. That's when Jesus will come and get us. Folks, don't be believing those who say, oh, the Lord spoke to me. The Holy Spirit revealed to me that the world's going to come. The rapture's going to take place on this date. Stay away from that. That's a total different spirit. And if these people have ever prophesied to you saying the Lord said this to you, and they have been prophesying to you about a lot of stuff, and even afterwards, I would question them from then on, what spirit are they working under? Is it a spirit of the Lord or a false spirit? Because that right there, when they're telling you that the rapture is going to take place, then that's a false spirit. That's not of the Lord. That's a different spirit right there of deceivements, and lies. And you need to be aware of those people. I don't care how nice they are. They may be the sweetest person on earth, but they still can work under a false pretense spirit. And you need to be aware of that. So if someone ever told me this, I'm going to put them in their place. But, Those of you who don't realize what's going on, once you realize that nobody knows the hour of Christ's coming, he comes like a thief in the night, and what scripture says about that, you will realize they're working under a different spirit, and... Some means well. Yes, they mean well, but they need to tone it down and realize that was not Christ. No, you were not being tested. Some people say they were probably being tested. I saw a video where uh, people said that these same people were coming back saying God was testing them. No, don't believe that either. Do not believe that. It was just a trickery of Satan, and it's just a false spirit on them. And just be aware for any time after that they have prophesied. Just be aware, because that could be also God exposing them too. So look for the exposures. Now, chapter 15 is a very short chapter. So I am going to go ahead and read this remember i read from the king james version so here we go and i saw another sign in heaven great and marvelous seen ain't Oh, sorry let me start this all over again and i saw another sign in heaven great and marvelous seven angels having the seven last plagues for them For in them is filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the, se- the ugh, Sorry, and they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, "Great and marvelous are Thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are Thy ways, Thou King of Saints. Who shall not fear Thee, O Lord, and glorify Thy name? For Thou." only art holy for all nations shall come and worship before thee for thy judgments are made manifest and after that i looked and behold the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open and the seven angels came out of the temple having the seven plagues clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials, full of the wrath of God, who liveth for ever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God, and from his power, And no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Now, see, I've been talking about the wrath of God, too. And this kind of goes with 13 and 14 of Revelations. And, you know, 15 basically goes into what I was saying last week. We've got to be careful. What we're seeing now is the wrath of God, the nature, the wildfires, the floods, the earthquakes, the volcanoes, these viruses. And like I just said earlier, the malaria, malara I ah, can't even speak, sorry. The virus from mosquitoes, malaria, malaria, I can't even speak it now. We're going to see a lot of viruses come back. And that's going to be the seven plagues that I was just reading about. It's going to be the wrath of God. Because we're getting ready for the mark. Everything is getting set up now for the mark. And in time, it all will be here. And it tells you not to take the mark into your right hand or in your forehead. And if you notice, people are getting this RFID chip put in their hands. You can either pick right or left. And now they're saying some people are having it put in their head. Have you seen the videos where someone paid to have this chip put inside their head? So you need to think about that. Now... I'm going to explain it to you this way. The wrath of God is very vengeance, very vengeful. He is not playing with you. He is not playing with me. He is no longer putting up with any foolishness any longer. If you can't see what's going on around you, something is wrong. If you think you're living so righteously and holy before the Lord and know scriptures where he says many will prophesy in my name, many will cast out demons in my name, but I still will look at you and tell you, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you and that don't concern you. Something's wrong with you. You need to get yourself in check and be down on your hands and knees praying to God. We have set up a distraction for ourselves with our electronics, our TVs. We've let our jobs be our distractions. We have We have let Satan build up the kingdoms here on earth that he promised Christ when Christ fasted those 40 days. And Satan came to him and told him if he bowed down to him, he'll give him the kingdoms. This is what Satan was tempting Christ with, what we're living with today. And Christ said no. Told him no man bows down to anybody except for the Father. And the Father only. The Father who created you. Satan knew that he could never get the Son of Man, but he wanted to try. And he knew better than this. So Satan said, I'll get the man men of the earth i can't get jesus to fall i'll get man to fall and that's what he's done satan has told us how to build businesses how to go about it how to do all the things we got going on for ourselves The stock market the banks and he knew this would put people in poverty he knew this would make evil Leaders, he knew this will put evil governments before you, evil judges, evil lawyers. And God speaks about you, attorneys. There is Scripture says, Woe be unto you, lawyers! Judges putting innocent people away, prosecutors putting people away in prison for murder. And they were innocent that they did not commit, and those prosecutors in there telling how they did it, convincing a jury that don't know anything. God is not happy or thrilled with this. You're bearing false witness on somebody, an innocent, which breaks the Father's Ten Commandments. We got to stop doing that. Many innocent people are in prison and the guilty ones are out walking the streets. But you don't want to believe about the guilty ones. You don't want to believe people are framed. You find every excuse in the book to put an innocent person behind bars and that person's blood is on your hands. And we will see more viruses to come. We will see more viruses and things to start happening. Old viruses probably will return and new viruses will rise. It's written in scripture, one woe will pass and you'll have two more woes in behind it. It's going to be one woe right after the other. We already seen this. We talk bad about how inflation is so bad. But can you not see this is Christ allowing this to happen? We're blaming our government for inflation. But we as people in general, God's children, those who don't serve God, we got to stop and think the Bible is coming to pass. This is God speaking to us. And as the child of God, we got to get this through the people that lives in the world, the lost that don't really know the truth or those who do know the truth but walked away. We've got to get them to understand Christ is speaking through his vengeance, and we need to get these people back. If we want to see prices to be lowered again of the food so there's no famine, we got to repent and realize everything we're seeing in this world is Christ bringing it on. Yes, he's got to use man as well. He uses man to get his word out. Why not use man to destroy the world? Remember, he he speaks us. Sorry. Remember, in the Old Testament, it speaks about famine. There were famines in the land. Remember the story of Joseph. When the famine hit, his own brothers did not even recognize him. They sold him. He was even in prison, but he went from prison to palace. And his brothers did not recognize him because God has changed him when he brought him out of prison to palace. He put the right people before him and let me tell you something when you come against one of the children of God he will pour out his wrath and his vengeance down upon you you have already cursed yourself and you don't even know what you have done but God gives you time day after day week after week month after month to come to the repentance. You lay down and you go to sleep and not feeling guilty for coming against one of God's children. And you say, God will dealt with me. That's why I don't feel guilty. But he sends somebody to you to bring you that correction. But you reject it. Say, oh, he didn't deal with me. He sent someone to you. Don't be blinded. Don't turn a deaf ear. If you don't want to help the lame and the poor, you don't want to help your friends in need, you don't want to help your family that's in need, why are you going to church? Why are some of you calling yourself preachers? (coughs) Do you not know God is about to expose you for your evil, wicked deeds? Do you not know Scripture says everything that happens in the dark places must come to the light? And every word spoken in darkness, all in the secret places, is coming to the light. And we're in that season. God says, I will remove the pedophiles out of my house. I will remove the liars, the adulterers, the accusers, all out of my house. The snakes are gone. I will remove the snakes that slithered in. I will remove those roaring lions that wanted to devour my sheep. I will shut the doors to my houses and these people will not enter back in for those are holy grounds. My house is the house of prayers. But you made it the den of thieves. Scripture tells you this. You have made a mockery of God and God will not be mocked. What you sow, so shall you reap. Remember, I talked about this last week in the podcast. What you sow, so shall you reap, and God will not be mocked. And you made a mockery of God, he will mock you. You sowed all these bad seeds, and you think God's going to bless you, but you can't be a blessing to somebody with the stuff that God's blessed you with. The animal you're eating, that very meat, when you sit down to eat you, Don't want to share it with somebody else and that animal sacrificed its life for you not to be hungry so you can live another day without dying of starvation. And you might say, well, I don't eat meats. I eat vegetables. Same difference. It came from a plant that's going to die. The plant sacrificed its life for you. God gave you that very seed to plant that fruit and vegetable you're eating. So don't you go there with me on that crap. I'll tell you like it is on that. Don't come at me and tell me, Oh, I'm a a vegetarian. That very plant you're eating from gave its life for you to eat of its fruit. Trees. The corn, the tomato plants. Yeah, they all have a season, but it's still done its part in that time of season. And remember. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous. Seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them is filled up with the wrath of God. The seven plagues filled up with the wrath of God. And we're about to start seeing them all. And only you should have the sense enough, the wisdom and knowledge not to take the mark of the beast. But many of you during these seven plagues, are going to walk away from Christ because He's going to expose your evilness. You're going to be exposed for every affair you're having. Whether you go to church or don't go to church, it doesn't matter. All your evil doings is coming out. You. Most of you will walk away and you will take the mark of the beast saying, I would rather serve Satan than Christ for now on and blaspheme his name because you got mad at Christ for something that came back of a bad seed that you sown. Because you couldn't handle the pressure Of the trials of the tribulations that's to come. The seven year tribulation that we're about to be entering. Some people think we're already in the first years of the seven year tribulation. I think we'll know it once we've hit the first year. I think God gives us a chance to come to repentance and start seeing everything that's going on is him. And to repent before we can go into tribulation, before we enter tribulation, so we don't have to enter it if we will repent and change our ways. But we don't want to do that. So that's why we're going to end up having to go into tribulation. He reigns on the just and the unjust. And you've got to be strong enough to overcome the mark, the beast, its image, it's going to make you got to be strong enough to overcome it, even when they say, I will kill you if you don't. Or they hold your family or close friend or whoever it is, say, if you don't take this mark, I will kill this person. And you got to stay strong and say, kill them. You've got to teach your children how to overcome it because he makes the rich the old to fall. To make them fall and stumble. He makes the poor and the rich fall. He deceives them to make them take the mark. You've got to learn to move and be strong in the Lord. And not be deceived by the lies and deception of the people of the world. Many people think they know the word of God and that they've got it down packed and they know nothing. For when tribulation hits and trials comes and these seven plagues starts hitting the earth. They have no way of knowing. Everybody says, oh, I can survive. I know how to survive. I can do this. I can do that. Okay, if you think you can outdo Christ, you think you can outdo God that created the heavens and the earth and breathed life into you, you go right on ahead and keep thinking you can survive because what's to come, you can't survive it. There will be no medicine in the world for a lot of these viruses that's to come. The old viruses they have medicine for and the new viruses to come, they will not. It's going to take you out. And a lot of you will not be able to get your medicines for a lot of the viruses of the old that's already out because you cannot buy it without the mark. A lot of you don't know how to doctor yourself. The old ways of doctoring—you say it's a myth—and you bought into all those lies. And that's what Satan wanted you to believe and think of the myths. So when the end of time comes, you can't—you won't know how to survive and take care of yourself. And he can take your life. You chose the evil. But you got to overcome the beast and his image and this mark to be glorified, to be healed. And you got to put all your faith and your trust in Christ. See, when the two prophets come at the end of time, people will not accept them. They're going to persecute them. And if any man tries to devour those two prophets, which is the two candlesticks, they will shoot fire out of their mouth and devour men and people will see this and still ridicule them. Still don't want to repent knowing that's who these are that the Bible speaks of because they don't want no part of Christ. If you don't want to repent When you see the two candlesticks here. If you don't want to repent now because of the disasters you're seeing. And make changes in your life. And start changing. And asking God where do you truly stand with him. Without being deceived. And deceiving your own self through your own thoughts and opinions then something's wrong it tells you many false prophets will rise and christ is tired of that all these false prophets that's deceiving people and you're falling for them and you support them you're giving them your money when the true children of god it's not even making it and some are living on the streets trying to get you to know the truth but you overlook them you entertain angels unaware, and you think God's pleased because you turned that angel away because they asked you for money for food, and you called them bums and low lives and whatever else it is. But God says, I remember this. You entertain angels unaware, and you turned an angel away, and you want God to do miracles and blessings in your life. You ask God to heal your body or your children's body. Why should he, when you turned an angel away, you can't do what he asked you to do, so why should he do anything you ask him to bring salvations to your family? Why should he when you can't even do what he asked you? why should he listen to your prayers why? You can't even get your own children to know the truth. You say it's too, you say it's too negative. But when these plagues start hitting, all these plagues going on, look at the Mormon crickets out west. Some people say it's a plague, and I believe it. Just because it's not happening right here in the state I'm living in doesn't mean it's not a plague. It can start out small. If you read the Word of God in the Old Testament, a lot of plagues happened in various places. It didn't happen just all over the world. It happened in certain places, but everybody knew it was God, and that's what caused the famine. Sometimes God put plagues upon a city, but another city didn't have the plagues. Just that one certain city. You see what I'm saying? There's a point there I'm trying to make with that. So just because you see this on the other side of the world doesn't mean it's not a plague. It could be going on, something else could be going on in another nation that God's put a plague upon them. And we're hearing it and seeing it through our local TV news and the major news network and all these social media videos of people where they live at posting this, what's going on. And you're saying, oh, that's not a plague because it's not happening here where I live. That's a lie. Don't deceive yourself. Know when God's working. Know when God's moving. Cause when he's doing something somewhere else, know that's him as well. Let's let's rejoice in the Lord and overcome the beast in his image and the mark. Let's overcome all of this. Let's let us be able to. Stand strong through these trials that's fission to come upon us and all these plagues. Let us say no and mean to say no, no matter how much people beg and plead with us. They're going to put the pressure on us. Even your doctors will. And that's when you're going to have to stop going to your doctors. I've said this before in my YouTube video. It may even come to a point where you cannot call your doctor. Because there's going to be no money for you to go. You won't be able to go to work. Not only that, but if you got to have the mark to go to your doctor, you can't because you don't have that mark. And you best hope you don't have a broken bone or a severe injury during that time because you can't go to the ER to the hospital or call 9 one unless you have the mark of the beast. Just be careful. Know to stay strong and use wisdom and knowledge with your life. But just know the wrath of God is upon us and his vengeance is mighty. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Many people says they're all about truth and they they want to know the truth and they know the truth. But let me tell you, when the truth is right there before them, they reject it. I visited a church a couple of years ago. I visited this church, and there was one certain person in this church up speaking in tongues. And I got acquainted with this person afterwards, and I found this person on Facebook. And I sent them a message about my podcast, and I sent them one of my episodes at that time, which was the latest episode I did. And I sent this episode to them. They just read the title and didn't read it and just basically told me they would not subscribe and didn't know what I meant by it and I needed to learn something about Christ and I can't remember word for word it was. But they said this and I thought, "Uh uh-huh. See, you were up in church speaking in tongues. But you you won't even listen to know what the podcast is really about. You just judge the title of it. And God showed me the spirit of lies on this person. And that's, they're deceivers. And they'll do stuff like that. Because they don't want to hear the truth. They say they're there to hear the truth. They know the truth, they say, but they don't. A lot of people are immature in Christ, and you best pull out of that. If you want to make it through these tribulation periods, if you want to make it past the mark, you best pull out of that immaturity. You best start wanting to know truth and start seeking the face of Christ. People, it's time to wake up. The wrath of God, He's not dealing with us at all. And the plagues are up on us, and we can't even see the plagues. Can you not even look at the sun and the moon and see how the light of the sun and the moon is dim? It's not bright. But many of you are out during the daytime and you're out and about and you think the sun is shining bright like it always has. But you can't see it's actually dim. Even at night, you look outside at night. And you might even stand outside to look up at the moon and stars and you can't even see that the moon is dim. You're thinking it's shining bright like it always has. You think it's normal. And the weather has been different for this time of the year. And here it is summertime. And it's in the month of June. And it's been cool. We've had some cool days in the month of June. Where we're in the 70s. Maybe in the early 80s as our temperature. Then at night it drops and be real cool. That's not normal for this time of the year. And I was talking to someone and they said, well, it's normal. It's still springtime. So I said, well, summer begins next week. They're like, well, they the weatherman said it's, this is normal for this time of the year. And I said, well, Yeah, but look at the temperature. It's only in the seventies. And I said, and look how the temp gets the temperature gets at night. It drops low at night, getting down in the sixties. That's not normal for this time of the year. And they said, Well, it was ninety something degrees a couple of days last week. I said, Yeah, but usually when it hits ninety degrees to ninety five, it stays there all the way up to September. These type of people, you cannot get them to see the weather. These are the ones that will deceive you if you let them deceive you. You best know this is not normal for the weather. That means some people are not walking in the spirit of the Lord. Don't let no weatherman on TV tell you it's normal or some scientists tell you it's normal. Because it's not normal. And speaking of scientists, God's visiting a bring them down god's fixing to show them he is god he created the heavens and earth and that he created the human life and he breathed life into them and that you cannot clone they're going to fall we're fixing to see scientists and doctors fall because they will not be able to explain what's to come they say there's no cure for anything But Jesus Christ is the cure. By his wounds we are. We just need to start coming together and praying for people to be healed. You need to start praying for yourself to be healed, even if you have to pray and fast. Know the weather patterns and what is normal and what is not normal for certain times of the year. And don't let nobody deceive you and say, oh, this is normal. No, it's not. No, no. Don't believe that lie. That's a lie of Satan. Do not believe it. That's how the elect will be deceived in taking the mark. Because they're going to tell people this is normal. And people's going to believe it's normal when it's not normal. Make sure you're walking in the spirit. Make sure you're making changes in your life. Make sure when you do something and you start feeling guilty that you know it's God and repent of it and work on that. You may fall again a week later, but know you still feel guilty and you're working on it. Show Christ you're working on it. And eventually you'll get over it and you'll overcome it. Don't let people judge and condemn you and make you feel unworthy of Christ's love over it and feel bad and that you just give up and you stay in that problem. Because that's how Satan wants you to do. He don't want you moving forward, forward with Christ. Like I said, he knows who to send to you. Those who professes to be Christians, he will send them to you to judge and condemn you, to make you give up and stop you in your tracks so you can't move any further. He'll make you not even want to say a prayer because he knows the right person to send to you are the thoughts to put in your mind to make you give up, to make you feel bad. Overcome the mark. Overcome the beast. Overcome his image. We're going to need each other to overcome these seven plagues that's coming up on us. We need to help one another to overcome the hardships that's about to come. And remember, you will be blessed and you will be rewarded once you overcome all these things because you'll be in heaven, you'll be with Christ, we'll be at peace, never will have to want for nothing, never have to be worried about anything ever again. Remember, check out Revelations chapter 15 and read it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Share with your family and friends. This is all I have for you tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you.